Hello everyone, welcome back to another video on the YouTube channel. Today we are back at it again with another episode of the A Conversation With Podcast. Today we are with James Reed. Hello James, how are you doing today? Hi there, I I'm good. How are you? Uh, thank you so much for having me be a part of this. I will have you know that, well first off, it's actually red. A lot of people get that wrong. Really? It's red? Yeah, red. How do it was read? How do it was read? Yeah, well, uh, I don't understand how it happens, but... There, there's it, two Ds. There's two Ds, Telemarketers do it all the time. Well, really? see, I would expect that it would be maybe R-E-E-D would be read or R-E-A-D or R-E-D-E. <laughs> but it's interesting. And it's something that, you know, it's, a, it's an oppressive force that I've had to deal with my entire life. But Wow, I, I, wanted... feel, I, I feel bad for you now. I'm sorry. It's red, guys. It's red. <laughs> no, yeah, quite all right. I don't, I don't really care about that stuff. Um. Uh, I will have you know that this is my first podcast outside of my own, and this well, is that's good. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad I'm your first. I'm glad it's I'm your first. It's very special. It's very special. Very special. Um. So, but yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm I, I, I'm having a great day as well, and I'm super excited uh, for for this episode of the podcast. And would you like to kind of introduce yourself and, and give like a thirty second, maybe up to a minute explain, explanation of who you are and and why you're on the show and what makes you special? Well, so I am a YouTube creator and photographer. I am. A, I'm also a duo. I have me and my wife, and I understand we've spoke before this about potentially having her on another time, and if that happens, then she'll have her own version of things to add to, to the wonderful things we'll talk about. But I'm a YouTube creator and photographer. I have, a, I have my own personal channel, and then me and my wife share a channel. And what I'm trying to be up to on my channel is, uh, it started out with me specifically focusing in on photography, and particularly a niche of photography, which would be street photography which I really enjoy, which is just going downtown wherever I live, taking photos of interesting people that I find, this sort of thing. But uh, more recently, I've moved into being interested in talking about the creative process as a whole in a bit more of a philosophical kind of way. And so yeah. uh, this has led me in interesting directions. I'm also very passionate about uh, really talented communicators and people who know how to storytell and and uh, can can make your brain get ideas in a different way than maybe other people can. I've always been fascinated with that stuff. So I spent an enormous, obsessive amount of time. I'd actually love to see a chart of this amount yeah. of time watching people who uh, who I just feel like are are really talented communicators. And so I've incorporated some of that into what I'm up to. And so that's what I do for my own personal thing. I've been growing that for a while. Still pretty small, but uh, but. I also edit videos for a guy named John Hill. You may not a, have heard of him. <laughs> yeah, you may not. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he has people run into him all the time in New York City where he lives. And it's, it's fun when I edit the videos to see all those yeah. interactions. So the way that I got in touch with him is interesting. And hopefully I'm not going to go going too no, deep no, down no, the no, rabbit hole. I want you to go as far as far as you want to go with that, because this is this is this is your your, your show here. Okay, very good. Uh, so I got in touch with him in a very interesting way through Sarah Dietschy, who is his girlfriend, which I'm sure, you know, everyone yeah, knows everyone, about around yeah. here. And uh, so they're both really, really talented 
communicate, uh, not communicate, I'm still back on that role, uh, really talented creators. And I, so my wife started editing for Sarah Dietschy. The way that she, and I'll, when she, if she comes on, I'll have her kind of yeah. go into more detail about this, but she started editing for Sarah Dietschy because she developed an internet relationship with Sarah Dietschy's mom. Wow. <laughs> which, which is exciting. So my, That's cool. Pro tip for the day is if you want to get connected with a creator, uh, just stalk their parents, stalk their parents yeah. relentlessly. Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, so she starts, she, uh, she sort of caught up with Sarah at a perfect time. There was a lot of patience and waiting involved. And all of a sudden Sarah gets in touch with her and says, I need an editor. So Christina starts editing some videos for Sarah and then much more patience goes by for a while. I'm working at Starbucks. And I was in a place where I was like, I'm, a, I'm an introverted type of fellow. So, and Starbucks is the most social establishment on the face of the planet. And it, it, I learned a lot of wonderful things from it, but it was not, it was not a passion project for me, so to speak. It was something that helped me make money. And so this is the conundrum that we creators face is sort of figuring out how to make yeah. money doing what we're doing. And then w when it's not quite where we want it to be, which it takes a long time and patience, what do you do in the meantime? You're in this ether of a lot of frustration and this sort of yeah. thing. And uh, so worked at Starbucks for a while, was not sure when I was, when I was going to get out of there. I was pursuing everything I could. I was I'm like, I'm trying to sell stuff on eBay. I'm online on these, you know, uh, freelance sites trying to get things done. And so I end up I end up in a place where John finally calls me one day through the connection with Sarah and my wife and he says, "Dude, I need somebody to edit some of my videos." And this quickly turned into me editing uh basically all of his videos for a while and he's a daily vlogger. New so vlogger, he, yeah. he, That's he a always lot, it's a lot of videos. It's a lot of videos. Yes. Yes. And big it's, projects too. Cause like I, I used to do vlogs on my channel. It's just like tons and tons of footage that you have to sort through. Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, he'll send me, you know, anywhere from an hour to two hours of footage any given day. And so it's like, uh, I don't know, 20 to 50 gigs or so. And, wow. uh, so this was, this was, I'm horrible at dates. So I'm not even going to attempt to remember exactly when this started, but, I uh, started editing videos for him. Start, I was editing all of his videos, roughly speaking, for a while. He's always had a, a little bit of, you know, he he would always throw up different ones here and there. But I started taking on a lot of that role, and I would send it to him. He would look over it, make sure everything looks okay, and then he would upload it to his channel. And so uh, this all was going relatively smoothly until he decided to take a trip that lasted for. Uh, what, four months or so, him going to uh, Cincinnati, which is where he used to live, and then uh, a couple other places. The place that I actually met him was in Las Vegas, which is ironic. If I may go on a side note, uh, yeah, that I've, I've met interesting people that are on my list of people to meet. I've met all of them in very strange ways. Really? Yeah, so, well, for example, um, Gary Vaynerchuk is a guy who yeah, I uh, Yeah, I know who Gary is. is yeah, we, yeah, you know Gary. Uh, he's, he's a rather inspiring person to me for, you know, obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. And the way that I met him was in a dark parking lot just north of here in Ogden, Utah. <laughs> really? <laughs> very, very strange, but I gave him a hug. 
And you can fact check me. You can go to his channel, and, and I'm on there a while back. Wow. But, Man, uh, that's not weird at all. Some fan just runs up to you and gives you a hug in the dark alley, you know. What I'm right, right. Well, it was when I when I uh, when we found we tracked him down because we knew he was in town for a thing. There was like a gig mm-hmm. that he was going to be doing, and me and my wife were like, "Let's go, let's go find him." He was hanging out at uh, an office with another YouTube creator, and we ha- we knew where that office was. <laughs> so, so we go there. We uh, hide in the parking lot. It's incredibly sketchy, yeah. and. One of the first things I said to him, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I hope this isn't strange, but I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to meet you and say yeah. hello. And I gave him a hug. And the dude is so incredibly present with oh, you yeah. when he talks to you. And that's, it's, um, that's one of the things that, that I love about him is that, that that was the one thing I took away was just sort of his focus on me, even though there were 11 other people around. I met Casey Neistat when I took a trip to New York. Uh, just very recently to hang out with John and Sarah. And this was the second time we, we were able to spend some time with them. And I'm so John and Sarah, if you don't know, they actually work in the same building as Casey. Yeah. And so we, I spent uh, three days, like, you know, a hundred feet from Casey, which was a strange feeling. And, and so he, uh, I was thinking I may get to meet him. I don't know, but if so, I'm going to be prepared and, it's probably going to be four seconds because this is normally how these things go. If you yeah. want to meet somebody, it's a good idea to plan for four seconds of time to say something to them. And so I, I, I'm walking. I come out of the elevator coming from out from inside his building, which is different than being outside of his building, if that makes sense. And so he's another girl's trying to meet, uh, like shake his hand. He's standing there with a camera on a gorilla pod and a boosted board. <laughs> I would be concerned if that was not the case with Casey. Yeah. And so I, I walked by him. I just put, like, I put my hand on his shoulder. I say, thank you for what you do, man. And, I, and then I walked off. And I, I'm not saying this to say that I'm cool or interesting. I just think it's funny the, the crazy ways that you end yeah. up meeting people when you, when you patiently pursue I would have ne- Yeah, I would after. have never expected. Like, this just, that's crazy. That's actually pretty cool. Like, you know... I don't like who else are you going to try and meet in dark alleys? Right. Right. I mean, if I'm going to meet in anybody in a dark alley, it's going to be Gary. (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't, he's pretty short. So I, I think that I could get the upper hand on him if he tried to attack me. I don't know. He does work out. Yeah. Well, you know, I I digress. so okay, so the the whole idea of of the show is to kind of show the uh, the origin story, the the struggles, the beginnings, you know, just just uh, of the creative the creative entrepreneur that we have on the show or entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I, I want you to to kind of take the wheel with this. I gave you some things that we would like to talk about. I kind of want to know your your origin story, if you will, and just kind of go through the the humble origins of James Red, not Reed. And and just just <laughs> just go through the, the the whole the whole thing. I, I'm stoked to hear to hear your story. So very good. First off, you can call me what you want. I don't mind. Um, red. It's gonna be I, red. I, I'm just gonna no, call you Red. I'm just gonna refer to you as Red well, now. That, yeah. So everybody actually called me that when I worked at Starbucks. That was like a, th- a thing. Oh, really? So I've had little pockets of time where people just call me Red. It's kind of funny, and it coordinates yeah. with my hair. It's good for branding, I suppose. Oh yeah. You could just just make like a like a hair clothing company just called red yeah oh dude we're on to something we're gonna talk after this um (laughs) i was a a wee lad in south africa or something so i i was well so i grew up in south carolina 
which is interesting because it's actually the same. I grew up 45 minutes away from where John Hill grew up, which is really? crazy. That's that weird coincidence there. I live in Utah. He lives in New York City. Go figure. But I saw the I saw the, the area code or the yeah the area code is eight oh three and it when it popped up on my phone I was it was very strange to get a phone call from that number and it not be a yeah. telemarketer. But uh, but so I, I started. I grew up in South Carolina, and I was I became very interested. I grew up in my my church as well, getting into production music. I've been playing drums since I was four. Uh, I. So then I've, I I got into video making in around sixth grade, started making videos that would actually play on the screens in the church. And so this was really interesting because I was able to watch 300 people watch my video and see how they reacted. Ah, uh, yeah. That was, that was re- really interesting. You don't get that with YouTube. But another thing that is interesting to refer to with that... Um, with that type of environment is it is sort of a reminder that 300 people watching your video is 300 people in a room care, yeah. watching your video. It's the same, it's the same thing roughly, right? It's crazy. It's crazy when you really yeah. think about it. It's like all, all the numbers she just is like, Oh, I need, I need 400 views to at least be happy. It's like, think about like even a hundred views, like a hundred people have watched your video. Right. It's like, crazy. It's crazy. It's really think cool. Think of all, think of all the people through history who, you know, they took a photo and a hundred people never saw their photo or, uh, yeah. you know, any number of different examples of, uh, before the internet age and how amazing it is. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so anyway, I, uh, so I grew up there. That's how I built my video making skills. And for a long time I was, you know, I'm working on my channel, slowly growing it. Uh, me and my wife started our, our, our channel, uh, making vlogs and this started out as we just watched them last night it was this fun like almost home movie-esque type of thing where we go back and watch when we got our, our puppy cooper and this sort of thing now it's turned into a much more well-rounded uh, well-polished types of e- types of edits and travel yeah. films since we live in utah i have a mountain right outside my window yeah i saw that vlog it's so cool it's so cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh so I so I, I spent my time developing that and de- developing our channel, and we've it's just been this slow meandering, patient process of trying to grow things, and uh, we're you know we're still we're still growing, obviously, but I made it to a place where uh, where you know obviously I had to become an adult and start making money, and that went into all sorts of fun directions of trying to figure out how to do that while while staying true to the, to what I'm trying to be up to. And I have a very hard time doing something that I feel like is a waste of my time. Oh my gosh, dude. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I think, I think we sh- you know, I think people who, who are in any way integrated with the internet understand that, that idea that it's like, you have these jobs over here that are traditional jobs that are the things that are designed to make your money while you do your thing. And some people can really thrive in that type of environment, depending on the job and depending on the person. I am not one of the, I'm not one of those people. I have a very hard time getting up and going in and clocking in and all that stuff. There's value to that, and I learned a lot from that yeah. process. But it's a, I'm not you know I'm fundamentally not built for that. It's just that struggle because you want to be able to spend the time working on your version and not someone else's success. If you know what I'm saying. 
absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I suppose that if you are really interested in the job, you can find that meaning there. But it's like, it's like, I, you know, I think a lot of people, even going way back, were not really designed to be in the job that they were in, but they had to do it to support their families. And and uh, so it's this interesting totally. conundrum of life of going, okay, while I'm here, I have to do something meaningful because then I'm just depressed if not, right? Yeah. Uh, I but I also, about. yeah, I also need to make progress towards what I want to, what I, I want to do. And so that, you know, I went I worked at a couple of different jobs, part-time stuff. Oh, I, I will, I will say this. So my first real job was at a production company with a guy I worked with, a really close friend that I worked with at uh, the church that I went to. Yeah. And I, I kind of have the, the, that same that same experience. He's not from the church that I go to, but um, yeah, a close friend, production company, I kind of work for him as well. So okay, same, okay. same thing there that we were talking about. I learned, I learned from this production company the types of videos that I did not want to make. And, and I... It was, it was, so we made local uh, ads for different companies. And the biggest issue that we had was sort of this, it was a rather traditional approach to advertising, which I've never been a fan of anyway, like the television, uh, 30 second commercial, you have this insane time constraint, you're supposed to sell it to everybody on the planet in a way that's applicable to one person. But I, so I was, I was working on these uh, videos for, law firms and car dealerships and stuff. And I got very frustrated because I, they allowed the client's hand to be in the pot so much. Mm, There was like no creative control. Right. Well, it was, it was, it was like we would, we would apply our creative thoughtfulness to the thing. And then they would send the, they would come back to us and say, Hey, let's, uh, you know, let's, make that a little shorter because people are going to get bored and let's make that font a little bigger because people can't read the font. Meanwhile, the font is like, you know, whatever, 150. And they're like, yeah, we got to make it the entire screen because people won't know what our company's called or something like this. So it's like, I I, personally, this is a pet, a pet peeve of mine. I hate super big fonts in videos. Oh yeah. I mean, well, it's hard to do well (laughs) for sure. Yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, I like really thin fonts when they work Agreed. out well. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So uh, we can salivate about fonts for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, That'd yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a font fetish, so. <laughs> Ooh. Is it, does font start with, wait, no, font and fetish both start with F. Okay, I'm going to move yeah. on from that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we, we, we could go into a whole different podcast here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, Paul, Paul's font fetish uh, experience. So, <laughs> that would I, be so the I was, worst show ever. <laughs> I was I was uh, working there, and then that was going to end up being full time because I was doing a really good job apparently. And I had a conversation with my friend who I, who was my boss and who I you know worked with. I love I love this guy to death. And I was like, dude, I don't I don't know if I can. Like I was sixteen at this time. I was like, I don't know if I can do. Like I don't know if I want to be here. So I ended up leaving and, and so, you know, it's sort of been this struggle. And and then I met my wife, which is my wife is an incredibly sort of organized person when it comes to money and making sure that things are, you know, the the important things of life are taken care of in order to do the things that you love, this sort of thing. Yeah. And so she sort of taught me how to, like, this is the importance of having a, a, 
you know, a partner, a good friend, somebody close to you that is able to compliment your weaknesses because I'm just a creative guy. Like I just like to make stuff and share it with people and, and, you know, and say this, look, look at this thing. Isn't this interesting? But she, uh, she helped me get really organized and actually have a budget and all, all this stuff. And I would not be where I am. I sure certainly would not be living here in Utah. I, I can't imagine that I would without her pushing me to become uncomfortable. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, and, and, and so that uncomfortability was something that, that really grew me. Uh, whereas I, I wanted to, I wanted to be pretty comfortable in what I was doing and not push things too far. But sometimes you have to really dig into uncomfortableness to, to get things done in life. And so we end up moving to another place in South Carolina, move back. We moved to Utah, which has been amazing and a crazy journey. We drove across the country and all this stuff, which yeah. is also on YouTube. Feel free to watch that journey. Go watch the links in the description. Yeah, yeah. Plug, plug, um, plug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. And and so now I'm here. I start working at Starbucks pretty quickly. I've, uh, it was really, it's really easy to get hired at Starbucks if you're dying for a job. Just go <laughs> I can in there, imagine. Go in there and have a, uh, a, be, seem like a relatively engaging person and you should be okay. But I, uh, so then John Hill calls and then now I'm editing stuff for John. And that's where I am now. Yeah. Origin. Yeah, that, 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 that's awesome. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, from going from such humble beginnings of just like, from literally you're, you're working at Starbucks as, as your job and then going and working for a uh, 500 plus thousand subscriber YouTuber. It's crazy. Do you have, do you have any like stories about, you know, just working for John that's like interesting? Well, so I'll just say that it's been a lot of fun working with John because, well, for one, it, it got me my first trip to New York city and, uh, and just hanging out with some really interested, crazy motivated people and just feeding off of that energy. Like I got, I came back from New York city and I felt like I drank jet fuel. Like I was ready yeah. to take on everything. <clears throat> and so me and my wife, the whole time we were there, we're like, uh, we, I think we need to move here. I don't know. I mean, this is, this is kind of fan, you know, there's tons of opportunity there. And then I came back here and then I went into the mountains and I was like, okay, you know what? This is kind of nice too. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not it, sure it's, what it's, I want to yeah. check back in with me in six months. We might be living in New York city, but, um, so there's that, you know, just the crazy kind of weird opportunities have come along. Like I said, I met him in Las Vegas. Uh, we hung around, we were hanging around uh, the one of the hotels and just having a good time and this sort of thing. And uh, and then on a daily uh, on a daily basis, working with him is a lot of fun because he's a very so. First off, his humor is ridiculous. If you've ever seen one of his videos before, yeah. And my humor is equally as ridiculous. So I never worry about putting a joke or a meme into a video that John is going to be like, what, what were you even trying to do here? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. It's it's like the the whole, yeah. He always gets the, he always gets the ridiculousness that I'm trying to go after. And we compliment each other in that way. So that's a lot of fun. And, uh, and I will say that, so I was editing his videos for a while. He's, he decided to take a trip. I stopped editing for a while cause we had an internet connectivity issue and then I worked on his social media stuff for a little bit. So I just recently started 
editing more of his videos again. So I'm pretty consistently editing what he puts out. Occasionally he's putting out his uh, video that he's edited as well. So, but, but yeah. most of the, most of the time I'm editing it, I do a lot. Uh, I do a lot of what you see and then he goes in and makes some final adjustments or adds yeah. in a final thing that I didn't get or whatever. There's the humor side of it, which is really fun. Me and him are just, we, we do mesh really well together. I'm very laid back and he's very sort of laid back and goofy. And so our text conversations for one, they can, I can send him something one day and he'll reply to me five days later and it's okay because I don't really it doesn't bother me Um, and so we 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 have this nice sort of symbiotic relationship of communicating and then there will be there will be weeks where we won't we won't really talk that much at all that week unless I have a question and then there will be weeks where maybe we talk a little bit more and this and that and but I always feel like I have this interesting one-sided relationship with him because I'm watching the unedited, like where you guys get, you know, 10 minutes, I'm getting two hours of him trying to make a video and trying also trying to land skateboard tricks, which is can can be, you know, you're seeing this part, the clips like this. Yeah, you're seeing you're seeing you're seeing the good stuff, the polished. Right, right, right. And so I'm, you know, I'm looking through all of that to make sure it like if he has a really interesting bail, I don't want to cut that out. So I'm trying to make sure I I cut that very uh, specifically and intentionally, and uh, and so when I'm when I'm editing the I lost my train of thought. Uh, you were so what's interesting about me working with him? Yeah, yeah. So I get to I get to have a sort of a relationship with him, and sometimes he's getting frustrated. But because he can't land a trick, or actually today in the edit I'm working on today, he got his boosted board stolen. So he's just, he's venting to me. I'm a psychologist, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so I'm over here. I can't talk back to him. I'm like, it's okay, man. It's good. You're going to get through this. (laughs) I need need a video clip of you just like at the computer, just like, it's it's okay, John. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun because he's a a really fun guy just to watch live his life because he's got a lot, he's got a lot of personality. And I also, you know, I think one of the biggest things is that I learn a lot from watching his process of creating mm-hmm. and both me and Christina share that when we spent time in New York, we watched them. We stayed in their office on a futon and we watched them do their thing and just they'll pop in and out. They're going to a thing over here and they have a, you know, he's going over to a coffee shop to work on some stuff and there's, they're very, very motivated people. And so on a daily basis, as I'm editing, what I'm experiencing is, is him trying to work out an idea and seeing how he would do things differently than I would and seeing how he would, he would, you know, uh, seeing how he forms sentences as he's trying to film a vlog and, you know, yeah. what, that, this sort of thing. It's just, and, yeah. It's just, it's just interesting how different mm-hmm. people do things. Being an editor like this is, is a lot of fun because you get a really intimate connection to the creator and you learn a lot from them. So do you have any plans for the future that you would like to share? Like, you know, do you have anything special that you're working on right now? Hmm. Well, let's see. I got married. Um, so that's done. <laughs> uh, no, I, so for me, it's interesting. I'm a, the way that I approach my process of creating yeah. is I'm sort of a very slow um, intentional, like I, I like to build systems that work better and better and better so that I can make things more efficient and, and make it easier to upload to my channel and this and that. And, uh, and so I'm still learning how to, to do all of this. I'm no, by no means a, a, a 
particularly amazing person at this process, but I have what works for me. So the content that I'm putting out, I'm really just, and John said this in the, uh, John Prosser said this in the conversation that you guys had the other day is that, you know, front page tech, it seems like they're just, they just want to stay the course. They have something that's working well and they want to stay the course. And, um, and so what I want to do is slowly, like my process is sort of like an oil tanker. It's like a, it's, I slowly direct it this way and go, okay, more of this, more of this. And I try to align myself with the meaning that I'm trying to achieve with my videos as opposed to just like making a cool video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. Whereas somebody like John, he's very sporadic. So one day he's like, let's use uh, TV Girl, which is a, a band that he uses in his uh, edits quite frequently since the beginning. But like then one day he'll text me and he'll be like, you know what? I want I want tropical jazz. And the next day he's like, I want nothing but underwater Jamaican reggae music. <laughs> and I like just, you know, just, he's kind yeah, of all kinds of random genres. He's, he's all over the place with, with what he tries to do because um, he's just, you know, that's just the way his brain works. He's a very, you know, he has a pretty hyperactive kind of kind of brain. And it's, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing in many senses. Uh, he's quick to shift, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm much more slower and deliberate in what I do. And so I just want to grow my, my, my plans for the future are just to, to slowly grow my channel and keep keep getting closer and closer to what I'm trying to do with my videos every single day. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any crazy, enormous goals. I want to be more intentional about collaborating with other creators because that, that to me seems to be how you grow in 2018 YouTube. That's always been how you grow on YouTube, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So you can make, you can make a lot of, a lot of videos and, uh, and share them with the world. But to me, this is you have productivity and then you have productivity that's directly related to achieving your goal. And those are two different things. Right. You yeah. can You can spend a lot of time doing some things like like creating a video that feels productive. And it mm-hmm. is right. It's a, an important piece of the puzzle. But if you do that and then don't decide to do the things that make you actually grow, you're you're going to have a hard gonna. time. Growing. Yeah. I'm trying to be really, you know, I just reached out to a photographer and did a conversation like this with him, uh, who his name's Sean Tucker, and he's a really talented photographer, and uh, his videos are super polished and interesting. I had an hour-long conversation with him with the hopes that maybe he would, you know, share it with, with his people, right? That would be really yeah. cool. And he did. He sh- and, and it got a bunch, uh, you know, a good solid bit of views compared to what I'm used to, and that was really, that was... Fantastic, and so and I'm some of those to, people will go back and see your catalog and 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 want to stay with you along the ride. And I think that's the, the whole beauty of collaborations. It's like you're introducing yourself to more people. Mm-hmm. And something that you know, Sarah, Sarah Dici says as well, which I think is a really good point, is that you need to have you need to have a really solid catalog prepared for when that moment does come. Yeah, because if that's you don't, so true. Because you know, uh, Sarah Sarah got a big, an enormous boost in her audience. Changed her life from Casey Neistat when yeah. he recommended her video in his video, right? Yeah. But she she always says that what what is what was so fundamental in helping her grow her audience the way that it did is she had a lot of really solid content before that that these people yeah. now see, and also the audiences were aligned between Casey and her audience, right? Yeah. 
And totally. so you can, you can get a shout out from the wrong person and it doesn't mean a whole oh, lot because we've gotten yeah. them before. Um, yeah, I, I totally, yeah, I can totally relate to that uh, of just, because then the wrong people are looking for you. And then when the wrong people are, are at you and not the right people, you, there, there's no point to having the numbers. It's all, you know, the, I would rather have, you know, I, I think most people could relate to this and you probably would relate to this as well. I would rather have 50,000, uh, subscribers that, n- that are like really invested in what I'm doing than a million subscribers and not a lot of people really caring. Right, right, right. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, there's this idea, I forget who came up with this sort of mantra, but it's a big deal right now. It's like a thousand true fans that you can, you can support yourself with a thousand true fans. And, and so it's like, it's, it's not so much about the width as much as it is about the depth. Maybe I'm telling myself this because I'm a small creator and I don't want to, you know, go to sleep in depression at night, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but no, I believe it. Right. I, I think that yeah. you can have, yeah. you, you need, you need the depth along with the width and that's how you're going to, I think that's how you're going to have an impact if that's yeah. what you're trying to be up to. As we wrap up, do you have any like tips on like introducing yourself to people that you wouldn't have introduced yourself before and just, you know, how you got that connection with John and just, you know, do you have any tips to, to wrap up on? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly special at introducing myself, but I've just learned that you, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to throw your, throw your, cast your seed upon the, the garden of the whatever and let, and, and try to reach out to a bunch of people intentionally and, and hope that serendipity kind of happens. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, be, be intentional, but, but don't get too held up in that. Uh, with John, I don't, I really, it's a blessing to me. I really don't know exactly how that opportunity came along. I just know that I was an incredibly well-rounded and stylized sort of editor when he came to me. And so, uh, and if, if I, you know, if I'm trying to reach out to somebody, I just want to be somebody who brings the person, uh, feels different than than the the 500 other emails that they're getting and that I'm trying to bring them some sort of value and that I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a friendly interesting person to to work with that I can do something meaningful for them. And uh that's a weird art. Like I I'm not that's not my area of expertise at all, but um yeah. But I think that for me it's just been, you know, not trying to not trying to necessarily approach people like too professionally. But just mm-hmm. like be my, my rule for if you want to make friends in life is you need to be somebody who somebody wants to be a friend to. Mm, right. That, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's always it's like if you walk into a room, you're in this big room full of people. And let's say that you're, you know, socially anxious or whatever. It's like the way that you like don't don't worry too much about trying to get something perfectly aligned to where you're going to say things the right way and it's going to not feel too much this way or something. Uh, I say, be a, be a friend, be obsessed with serving that person in the, in the conversation. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's probably a good thing. 
So yeah, I think that I think that's a that's a good place to wrap up on there. I, I really like what you, what you said there. If if you guys enjoyed the video, make sure to leave a like on the video. Did you enjoy the podcast? Who do you want to see next on the podcast? Let me know in the comments below. If you guys are listening to the audio version of the podcast, make sure to leave a review in the iTunes store. It means a lot, and also it helps whole ton. If you want to go check out James Red or Red, uh, if you could, don't know who he is, for the three people who don't know who he is, there will be links to his YouTube and just social media in the description down below we just some really awesome stuff for john and yeah it's just his story is really awesome and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode is there anything really quickly that you want to throw in there as we wrap up uh, I say that i've been obsessed with this idea of doing things that are meaningful like with your creative work yeah <laughs> trying to do things that are meaningful and uh, not so much because pers- you see a lot of people who are pursuing sort of a happiness that comes from making videos there's value to that but i think that what is a a much better thing to pursue is happiness within trying to make something that's meaningful and helpful to people and something that 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 you feel difference yeah that makes a difference and that you feel like is interesting to share with the world that might make somebody actually change their life just a little bit yeah basically don't be like jake paul okay (laughs) that was what we were working up to this entire podcast i think yeah Yeah, that was the entire the entirety of the podcast was just for that line don't film a dead guy don't film a dead guy yeah (laughs) that's a tip of the day kids don't film dead people Okay, well, thanks so much for being on the show. It means a whole lot for you to be for you to come on the show. If you guys enjoyed the video, as I said, make sure to leave a like on the video. Peace, everyone. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>